Welcome to the Foreign Frequency Podcast, where we talk everything entrepreneur, real estate, and financial literacy related. Um, I am your host, Lauren Daniels, licensed California real estate agent, and today I'm here with Kelvin Brown, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yeah. um, we've known each other for a short amount of time, but in that time we've realized we have a lot in common, and I just love talking to you about everything that you have going, so thank you for being here today, and I'm glad that you'd be able to share it with us. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Mm -hmm. So, um, just to start off, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you like to do, um, and anything you think we should know? Um, well, I'm a local, well, I'm a part-time barista here at Jitters and Banning. Nice. Um, I'm a small business owner. I co-own a business with uh, my brother's uh, mm -hmm. cleaning business. So, we do commercial cleaning, like pressure washing, window cleaning, oh, nice. solar panel cleaning, and bird proofing. Um, and then, um, I got, like, a lot of other things I want to work on this year as well. Okay. So let's start with, um, you said you own a cleaning business, right? So do you do like more, um, it's for businesses to like help them clean their places or do you do it for like residential? We do or? it for both. Okay. Um, the last job we did was a commercial job. Like we did gutter cleaning Yeah. Uh, for an apartment complex in Laguna. Nice. We had a guy that like hooked us up with the job and stuff like that. So to help us get our name out there. Yeah. And what made you want to start that business? Really, it was kind of my brother's idea. Um, he, so I just like piggy, like piggybacked off of that, and yeah. um, you know, came up with the name. We started it like in 2020. Yeah. And um, we just said like we're gonna own a business. Um, you know, I always wanted <laughs> to do that, but we both were like, yeah, this working. Like we gotta find a way to own a business or Definitely. something. So it was more of like what inspired you was you wanted to own your own business and do something um with your family right mm -hmm. so then that's how you guys found the cleaning business that's yeah. awesome and out of all the businesses you could have done um was it like the revenue was it that you can there's a lot more um business or clients that you guys could have by having a cleaning business um we just kind of figured that um when you have a service for mm -hmm. a business i feel like it's better for longevity just so my my opinion because yeah. you're always going to need something clean things are that's always going to be dirty um, so I just feel like uh, even when it comes to certain businesses like laundromats, they don't go out of mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. People always need to wash their clothes. It's a cleaning service. So I just feel like services are good for longevity. Yeah, that's that's a game right there. When you own a business and you're providing a service, that goes a long way. There's a lot of clothing brands, things like that. That's great. But I think something that provides value to people is something that's always going to make you money. So that's awesome. Um, and then when we first met, I remember, so around this time I was telling you, like, I'm trying to buy my first house, maybe mm -hmm. by next year and that my credit, it's not looking too hot. So mm -hmm. then you just started telling me, and this was crazy cause this was the first day we even like met each other and you started telling me about like credit repair and things that I could do. And I think that's a lot of, um, that's a value to most of us because even if we have the money, a lot of us don't have the credit anymore because maybe we had a missed car payment or a repo or whatever the case may be like life happens sometimes and i think it messes up our credit and our longevity of being able to do things right. properly so could you just tell us maybe some things that we could do to fix our credit and how did you get into credit repair yeah uh not licensed but you know <laughs> it's not financial advice but it, not what I financial did, advice <laughs> we're talking y'all okay you know but when it came to like even me like um i tried to get my first car off the lot and yeah. i had things on my um report 
uh, previously that mm -hmm. fell um, as a derogatory mark on my yeah. report. So I was trying to figure out how to get it off because seven years, I was not going to wait. Like, yeah. you know, so. That's crazy, yeah. Um, once I figured out that you could actually remove things from your credit, I realized that the credit game is just a verification system. What so, do you mean by that? So basically, whatever's on your report, they got to claim that, you know, you own the debt. So once you kind of figure out, like, yeah. how to uh, escape the debt or not tie it to your name, yeah, um, you get a lot of things removed. Got it. So are you talking about... Um I've heard like debt collectors, so mm -hmm. they kind of sell our debt to like a third party, right? That's what mm -hmm. you're talking about? Facts. Got you. So then that third party is like, how'd you get my information? Like, mm -hmm. how do you know this is me? That's kind of when you start disputing things, right? Right. Because, I mean, they're working for a commission. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're in sales. I, I yeah. used to, I did solar sales uh, for a few years. Mm -hmm. And um, they, they buy your debt for pennies on the dollar, you know, Dang. from the um, original people who gave you the credit. So do they, the debt collectors kind of pay a little bit to the the company yeah, so to that, buy it and then they're trying to get you for the full amount type thing? Facts or whatever they want you to pay. So they usually, I used to get letters in the mail talking yeah. about, you know, like, okay, you pay us like 30% of the debt. Yeah. Um, at the time I was like 5,000 in debt and they was like, yeah, just give us 25 and everything's straight. But yeah. um, I realized that since they are a third party, they really don't know like a full control of your credit like that. Mm -hmm. So you could be paying the debt and it never comes off. Damn. So they still see it on your credit. It is still staying in your credit. Um, that's a chance that that could happen. So gotcha. I just didn't want to chance anything. I'm like, I need to figure out how to remove this myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so did you remove it yourself? Yes, okay. but it did. I will say like, if you're not careful, if you're not, um, if you don't, really get detailed with uh the cleaning yeah. it can't show back up but okay. that's what i was saying like everything is a verification system mm -hmm. if you uh change certain things in your report who you are last year is now who you are today right so if you remember that and yeah. like um it's a game it's, it's like that's game, how dude. i think about it it's like a game like, like you can't tell me who i am today yeah you know? okay and then um so you said you're not licensed yet right mm -hmm. but you've been just teaching me a lot um of stuff credit related have you thought of maybe getting licensed in like credit repair for sure i want i would like to be a consultant like a credit yeah. consultant um so i'll i'll be working on that this year That'd be um awesome. but yeah i i think um i i could be very decent in that yeah i think you'd be great in that that's also a service-based business that everybody also needs like um is that credit repair so if you do that let us know and then we'll have you back on here and you mm -hmm. can really give us the yeah, game. i got you because it is a game like this whole process of buying a house that's also correlated to your credit and where that's at um mm -hmm. anything you buy in life really Perfect. so i think that would be awesome for you to know and teach us and um let's see i know we were also you had mentioned something else that you were doing you said solar right yeah, well, I've done solar um, in the past, like on and off, three to four years. So what is that? What is that about? Tell me. Um, well, I started off as a canvasser, so I knocked doors and I was a lead generator. Okay. So I was just getting the name, number, and the time for tomorrow. Yeah. You know, to get the information. <laughs> got you. But then I started progressing, and um, I got I worked sales for a company that um, a guy that I know close. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started venturing off into different companies, but I got kind of inconsistent because life got in the way. Yeah. So I, I paused on that. But um, 
that's where I got like my real entrepreneur spirit from because once I realized like, you know, instead of putting in all these hours to like in exchange for your time, you yeah. can go out there and work the same hours but come out with a bigger result. Yeah. That's the blessing to me in being an entrepreneur because it's not about like uh, just sitting down and not doing nothing to making money. Yeah, definitely. Because at first you're going to have to put in the footwork, you're going to have to put in the grind but you're just going to get a bigger result. You're going to get yeah. what you're worth. Absolutely. And I think that's that says a lot that you could door knock and like get people's numbers and stuff. Because mm -hmm. as real estate agents, we try to do that too, just to let them know what's happening in like their area. And so many times, I think real estate agents get a bad rap sometimes, which isn't the client's fault. I think it's more of like the real estate agent's fault because some don't really know what's going on it's just kind of a transaction versus we're advising them mm -hmm. so that's awesome that like one they were giving you the numbers and two that you even had the courage to go out there and do that you know because mm -hmm. it's it's different when they hang up on you on the phone versus in person you know <laughs> i can't stand that that could go different so that's awesome yeah, yeah shout out shout out to carl Vizi. that's the guy who taught me yeah he's, um he's a, he's a marketing guru that was my first uh uh sales boss so you have to get creative with marketing. Yeah. So um, if you want like business to boom, marketing, I feel is like the most important thing. Yeah. That you uh, a skill you need to acquire. I believe that, because I think um, even when you look up a business, if you're not on that first page, even if you're the best and the most qualified, if you're not on that first page of Google, they're not even gonna find you. They probably so. won't know who you are. Yeah. But <laughs> definitely. You have to definitely invest in marketing. So yes. Um, that's a gem. So marketing, um, you said trading your hours too. I think whether you work nine to five or you're trying to invest in your business, it's going to be hard either way. So it's kind of like you guys got to choose your hard in what you guys want to do in life. Do you guys want to spend your time at the at your job or something that you want to do that you know in your heart you can do? So um, that's awesome that you do that. Now, um, with the real estate side, I know we talked a little bit about it when we had met at Jitters about... Mm. Um, me wanting to buy a home in the future, you were mentioning credit, but what about you? Do you want to own a home in the future? Mm -hmm. um, and how is that going to look? Are you going to like rent with people and kind of do the house hacking strategy? Or is it more of like you just want to buy it, you're going to live in it, and just do your thing? I have a few ideas. I don't know really. Like, um, I guess when I get the capital, um, I'll kind of be clear on how I want to move. But mm -hmm. I'm either thinking like... Um, utilizing the FHA because mm -hmm. it's what three and a half percent down and um, getting a either duplex duplex to quadplex because gotcha. you know then you know you're you're you can make passive income off that move because if you rent all you know the rest of the uh, units out yeah you could either live free mm -hmm. or that could be an opportunity of passive income for you Absolutely. or I want like to get land and put like tiny homes on it <laughs> that would yeah, be cool. Like, so how did you come up with the tiny home idea? Because I don't hear too much about that. Um, I've seen it. I, I Like, when I watch videos, like, on YouTube and stuff, I've seen, like, uh, people um, build those. Yeah. Like, so I, I always had an interest in, like, I would even live in a tiny home. I'm not too, <laughs> you know, anything that doesn't have so much commitment to your money, I feel like is the way to go. That's, like, yes. really the real entrepreneur spirit. So it's like not to have a huge commitment on your money, but to constantly um, recycle, it kind of thing. recycle it or generate it. Got you. So 
I think your tiny home idea, that would be dope, if, especially if you own the land. If you guys could just own land, real estate, whatever it is, as long as you own something that's an asset, you can do a lot more. You can use that as leverage to go get more assets when, once you get that first one. Um, so that would be dope. And real estate, I would suggest, even if you do use the first-time homebuyers program, the uh. FHA loan, and you get the quadplex, never sell it. Like Once you buy it um, and you rent it out and you want to go buy another one, Maybe use that equity to go buy something else, but always keep that first one. Keep all of them. Any real estate um, homes that you buy or the land, I would say unless it's a really good return on investment, just keep it. Because mm -hmm. in the long run, it's just going to keep going, um, become more valuable over time. Mm -hmm. And while we're on the subject, do you have any, um, I guess, real estate questions about like financing, types of homes, um, anything like that? What is your, let's see, what's a question? Um, what is the lowest score you've seen somebody get approved as mm, far as credit? That's a good question. So um, they're pretty, they're getting more and more strict on the guidelines. Uh -huh. So I really haven't seen anybody get approved with lower than the 580. Which so is the, 580 is true. Yeah. Okay. And even then, if you guys have a 580 and you have the money to buy the house, great. But if you're going to be scraping to barely be able to, to afford that and get into the home i would say just hold off and try to work on your credit a little bit more so that you could save a little bit more money because yes you can use 580 but is it going to be more ben is it going to be beneficial for you right now versus if you wait a little bit longer because um, then once you buy the house with your down payment closing costs you're going to have your monthly mortgage payment if something is now wrong with that house, you're not renting it. You're going to be the one that's going to have to fix that if it's the plumbing or electrical. So gotcha. I would say just really wait until you guys have everything in order to do it the right way or team up with people. Uh, me and Calvin were even talking about that. Um, we're stronger in numbers. So if he has something that I don't have or we put our money together, we can maybe qualify for more. So if mm -hmm. you guys have friends that you trust that you guys want to do this with, Maybe you guys could buy that house together um, just in the contract. Make sure you guys have equal ownership or however you guys want to do it. Um, and then everybody contribute that monthly mortgage payment. Let it build an equity. Once you sell it, then hopefully you guys all have a down payment um, big enough to go buy your own houses. Yep. So that could be something you guys look into too. Power numbers. Yep. Mm, Definitely. It's half the risk. Half so, the risk. Mm. Yeah, and I think when, when you do it with somebody, um, you guys like... Kelvin, when I have ideas, he'll be thinking about it in a completely different way than I do, but it comes together, like, perfect, you know? So you want to have people that are in your corner that have the same mindset as you. I think when you guys um, have great ideas, don't let anybody limit you or tell you how crazy it is because just because they can't do it doesn't mean you can't do it. So just stay around the people that want to see you win, are ready for you to go out there and do great things in life because... Everything that's great in life, it never comes easy if it's really worth it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a struggle regardless. Yeah. So it's like, why not struggle for yourself? <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> you doesn't struggle have to at be a job. A struggle, <laughs> that's true. But it doesn't have to be a struggle. I truly believe, I mean, more money, more problems. They say that sometimes. But I think once you know what to do with that money, like, you're good to go. I don't think we would have to struggle our whole life. I think if we learn the game mm. of credit, of real estate, of just how the rich monitor their money to keep it working for them, I think we would, we're going to be a lot further. 
I think more money, different problems. Different problems, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for other problems, you know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and this podcast is here just for you guys to really see the process of us getting to where we want to be. We're not already where we want to be. Yes, I'm a real estate agent, but I don't even own my first house yet. But that is my goal because I see the true value in it. So I think this is awesome because we could all look back on this. Me, you, Ronnie, the cameraman. We did an episode together, so go see that one. That was the first one. But I think it's cool to document our journeys because the more you speak it into existence, I think um, the things that are meant for you will attract you, come to you, and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really, Facts. I think. Manifestation, law of attraction, all yes, of it. Yes, huh? exactly. And God, keep God first. Because sometimes I'd be talking about the universe and Calvin's like, God? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yes, God the controls the God. universe. So I feel like Facts. it goes hand in hand. But mm-hmm. yeah, so um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys ever have any questions or any topics that you guys want to cover, um, Kelvin, his cleaning business is in the Inland Empire. But I mean, he'll go over anywhere in Southern California, right? Mm-hmm. LA. Orange County, San Diego. Traveling. Traveling, okay? Mm-hmm. He's mobile. So um, hit him up. And if you're in in the Inland Empire or Southern California and you want to be on the podcast, feel free to connect with us. But Calvin, for you, where can people find you to just connect and learn more about you and your cleaning business? You can have my personal um, Instagram on there. I don't post anything, so I just got back on social media. Got like, you. For my personal uh, page. Yeah. Or... Um, if you could put it in your comments or whatever, my okay. uh, business page, Full Press. Full Press. Yeah, Full Press Pressure. Oh, okay. Mm, full Press Pressure? Yeah, that's, that's just the name that was available. No, that's time. fire. That's but fire. the name of the company is called Full Press. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Calvin, you could find him there. I'll also have his stuff in the bio. And then you guys could follow me at From Dreams to Keys. And on YouTube, um, it's Your California Realtor. So, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.